What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends, over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers who listen to Primetime. Hope that you guys had a fantastic day, and I thank you for being with me tonight to talk some Cowboys football. So if you are a father, thank you and congratulations on your day. We've been talking about Several things about the Cowboys offense here over the last few weeks and really the entire offseason. But I sat down, looked at some numbers, and came up with the five biggest questions that I still have about the Cowboys offense. Now, some of these questions we have explored a little bit here on the show. Some of them we have maybe brought up but not really dove deep, deep into them. And some of them just came up to me while looking at the numbers and having some fun thinking about how the Texas coast actually looks like. Because it's a great nickname for the offense. A in marketing for Dak Prescott for saying that in a recent interview. I don't think it's as revealing though. Like we already knew it was going to be a little bit west coasty with paired with what the Cowboys already did before Mike McCarthy took over as off uh, as offensive architect and play caller. So I wanted to get a little bit deeper into it and bring up some questions that I still have that remain to be answered and that, let's face it, they probably will not be answered by uh, before the season starts. I think that we will have to wait a long time, even during the season, it might change and change and change, but I think we could all walk out of this conversation with a little bit more insight into what the Cowboys offense will look like. So without any further ado, let's get it started. But before that, let me say hi in the chat. We've got Toxic Tom. Yes, sir. Uh, I think it's pretty much all across the world that, that uh, Father's Day exists. Uh, John Jones, shout out to Inez Gomez. We also have Bruce saying, uh, I will be listening to the show, but my daughter has strawberry in her hair, and it's that time since Bruce got the talk to use. Well, that's that's uh, the dream way of spending Father's Day, man. Shout out to Jay, who is watching from Monterrey, Mexico, the home of Isaac Alarcón, the Cowboys' defensive tackle. Shout out to Charlene Evans. We've got Guru. Everybody in the show, thanks so much for tuning into the show tonight. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into the five questions that I have about the new Cowboys offense. And, and you, will, you will participate as well in the chat if you help me with that. Uh, my first question, and let me know what you think of this. We have already explored it. But will the Cowboys be pass happy or run happy? I get it. And we've talked about this at length, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. If you want to check out more on this, check out my previous primetime shows. But yeah, 
McCarthy has said since the moment that he took over that he wanted to run the damn ball. That Those were his words. I don't know if it's true, though. And, man, if you look at the 2022 numbers for the Cowboys, they were not a team that wanted to throw the football on first and second down, particularly on first down. According to runningbacksdon'tmatter.com, who keeps a track of how aggressive teams are in early downs, plus a keynote here, in neutral situations where the situation does not dictate what you have to do. So in other words, if you are losing 50 to zero, you're obviously maybe to run out of the clock because that, that was an extreme ex uh, example. But you know what I mean. You're not going to be running the football when you are down by multiple possessions in the third quarter or something like that. So if you just go by neutral situations, first and second down, the Cowboys were 26th in the NFL, 26th in pass rate. They wanted to run the football as much as possible. And to make matters worse, but that's a whole other conversation, they were not really good at it either. Like if you look at success rate, for example, on early downs, the Cowboys were the 21st team in the NFL in terms of success rate when running the football on early downs. So they were not even good, yet they wanted to do it. So that thing about Kellen wanted to, wanting to light up the scoreboard and all of that, I'm not entirely sure, A, how true was that, or V, maybe it was true, but maybe the Cowboys just didn't want him to do it. So maybe he's, you know, stayed in check and, and ran the football because that's what Dallas wanted. I don't know. That would be just wild speculation from my part. But all I'm saying is the Cowboys actually ran the damn ball, and they ran it a heck of a lot. On the contrary, you look at Mike McCarthy's track record and you look at what he did starting in 2010 all the way until 2018 with the exception of 2015 when he did not call the plays for the Packers. And he had some pretty pass-happy offenses. Consistently, the Packers ended as one of the pass-happiest offenses in early downs in neutral situations. He wanted to throw the football. So that's my first question, and that's my biggest question of them all. Will the Cowboys be pass-happy, or will they be run-happy? If, if we're going by McCarthy's words, they're going to be run-happy. As I've said before here on the show, I don't buy it. I think that they're going to throw the football a lot. Let's see here what you guys have to say, though, in the chat. Uh... The guru says, I do not like the nickname of the offense, the Texas Coast. I will say, I'm a nerd, but I love it. <laughs> That's just where I stand on that. I, I, I couldn't stop smiling when they put that out there. Katharina says, both Mo. Patrick says, Ron, Ron. Charlene says that they're going to be pass happy. Toxic Tom says they're going to be pass happy as they should be. They need to be better at running at the right time. More on that later actually so stay tuned number three question in the show is going to have to do all with uh the run game tony lee what is up thank you for being here guru says i think that they're gonna pass more than run but with a 60 40 pass run balance which would be quite all right like if you're throwing the football 60 percent of the time you're definitely among one of the past happiest teams uh 
taking into account like all of it. But anyways, uh, question number two for the Cowboys offense is going to be, are they going to take more deep shots or not? 2022 was... Under Kellen Moore, the year in which the Cowboys took the less, the fewer deep shots, and if you look at it from a attempt percentage, according to Pro Football Focus, so Prescott was 23rd in the NFL in the percentage of pass attempts that were deep. Now PFF, and this will vary from one platform to another, but Pro Football Focus will categorize a deep shot by being a 20-plus yard throw. And Prescott was 23rd in the NFL in this category. 2022, though, was kind of an odd year, though, for the Cowboys because you know this, I know this. They didn't have a lot of threats in the receiving game. So if you look at 2021, for example, Prescott was 14th in the NFL 2020, he was 12th. He almost, you know, missed most of the season. So that comes with a grain of salt. 2019, he was 17th in the NFL. So he was right around league average over those first few years. 2022, though, bottom 12, if we're counting from 32 up, which there are more eligible quarterbacks than that. But still, 23rd in the NFL, pretty low. It might have had to do with the fact that there was no Amari Cooper anymore, and it was CeeDee Lamb doing his thing with an injured version or a banged-up version at best of Michael Gallup plus Noah Brown at wide receiver three, basically. So not an ideal group of players to go deep, really. Still, we talked about this on Wednesday. Prescott finished the season as the fourth-best deep passer according to next-gen stats numbers. So we know that he can do it. <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to be more of a matter of will it really be ingrained into the Cowboys' offense? Now, if you look at what Mike McCarthy did as a play caller starting from 2016 on, which is a limited, you know, amount of, of data there, but shout out to Sam Hoppen. He did a fantastic job on Twitter putting a thread together about play callers' tendencies, and this is what we have to work with for... Mike McCarthy, but he was right around league average. And I went back on Pro Football Focus and looked at several of his years, and it's the same thing. So Rodgers, obviously, we know that he is willing to take the deep shots, but it wasn't really a part of the offense, or at least not an, a, a focus point, which is okay. I don't want my quarterback ranking in the top five of deep shots. Let's not get it twisted. I think you want to be right around league average. I'll give you an example. Josh Allen is obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now with the Buffalo Bills. However, the fact that he ranks as one of the most aggressive quarterbacks in terms of deep throws is not great because it also shows, it goes a long way in showing how that offense is still a little bit dangerous. Josh Allen is so good and that's why it works. But still, look at the Bills and then you look at the Chiefs. With the Chiefs, it's easy answers for Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he makes fantastic plays. He is an alien. He is the best quarterback in the NFL because of the magic that he can, you know, make happen 
in any given play. But for the most part, the Chiefs know how to give him easy buttons to click and keep the offense going. The Bills don't. So when the Bills offense does not work, it is bad. Like, it is scary bad. And that has happened to Josh Allen in several games. And that's what I mean. You don't want to be in the top five of deep pass quarterbacks in terms of frequency. You want to be somewhere around league average. You want to take those deep shots when it makes sense. You don't want that to be your entire offense, like with the Bills. Anyways, that's my number two question. Uh, John says, yes, there will be more deep shots. Toxic Tom says, yes, including in the middle of the field. And that will be a very interesting area because I also think that will happen. Uh, that's where many interceptions from the infamous interception season by Dak Prescott came towards the middle of the field. So it's going to have to be <clears throat> a better job for the Cowboys getting that uh, done. Sorry about the cough, man. I don't know what's that, uh, what that is all about. I had not coughed all day long. Um, but anyways, I'm sorry. Katharina says, look how the Packers were playing when McCarthy was calling the plays then. And yes, a lot of these numbers, by the way, are from when he was with the Green Bay Packers. Like every McCarthy number that you see on the screen is going to be from his time with the Packers, by the way. Uh, anyways. Question number three, and this one has to do with the running game. Are the Cowboys going to finally have their go-to on offense? Here's what I mean. You guys know that I will say, I'm not afraid to say, that Kellen Moore did a lot of good for the Cowboys when he was offensive coordinator of the team. There is a reason why they were among the highest team in points scored, in Efficiency, whether you look at DVOA, EPA per play, points per drive, points per game. The Cowboys were one of the best offenses with Kellen Moore calling it. That Those are just facts. That being said, though, he had some issues. One of the issues became very clear, in my opinion, over the last couple of years. As Kellen Moore started earning this reputation of being a play collector, of having... So many cool play designs that he took from here and there. And his background at Boise State was more or less the same. All of that was a positive reputation at first. But with time, it became pretty apparent and pretty evident that it had a downside. It came with a trade-off. The fact that Killen Moore was a play collector and the Cowboys did so much different stuff also meant that they didn't have a go-to play or scheme that they dominated. Like the Rams dominate outside zone and the 49ers dominate outside zone. They do a lot of things and they will mix in a lot of different concepts as counterpunches. But when things are not going their way, they'll just go back to the outside zone and they'll run it and run it and try to get some momentum going, quote-unquote. I wonder if the Cowboys finally find that with Mike McCarthy taking over and Brian Schottenheimer and Mike Solari coming in and saying, we're going to be an outside zone team too. And I really I am looking forward to seeing how the Cowboys run outside zone. It's going to be quite fun because I think it's going to be a very different version than what the 49ers do and the Rams do. It's going to be a more maybe traditional version of outside zone. But last year and Bob Sturm, 
you know, I, I hate the, the fact that he is not with the Athletic anymore. Uh, I've said this before. He's been on the show. I think he's one of the few true sports columnists out there in the industry to this day. But he did a fantastic job in one of his last few articles with The Athletic in which he looked at the Cowboys' run game and he explained how the Cowboys do a lot of stuff in their run game. And sure, outside zone is what they do the most, but it's still not as predominant versus the other type of runs that they also called. So I think they're going to go back to doing fewer things, but doing them better. And that's always been one of the key decisions that coaches want to uh, need to make, right? Are we going to have a cheesecake factory menu or are we going to have a tree item menu, right? In which we're not going to do much, but we're going to practice it so damn much that it's going to work when we call this place. I think we're going to see that with the Cowboys instead of the everything, we can do everything approach, but maybe we cannot practice all of it and maybe we're not going to be great at it when game day comes around. Toxic Tom says, you have reached your Kellen Moore praise quota for this week. But see how I followed it up? Toxic Tom, I bet you liked how I, how I followed all of that up. Uh, so I think we are going to have a running game identity. Yes, sir. Even with a running back committee. Toxic Tom, that is my answer to that question. Lance Belts is running back by committee. Yes, sir. I like that. I think that they are going to be, they're going to have that a go-to thing in their running game, and it's going to be outside zone based on the background of all of these coaches and what they have said. Mike McCarthy said in a press conference during the offseason, we're going to run more outside zone. We're changing outside zone a little bit, and I think <clears throat> that's going to be the change. They're going to use it more, and as such, they're going to have to have more outside zone plays, right? Like It's not like there's just one outside zone play in football. There's a lot of things that go into it. So there you go. And maybe that will help Tony Pollard. Maybe that will help the rookies in, in a situation in which they will come in and you're not going to have to dominate outside zone and inside zone and the man plays and the counter plays. They're not going to have to do all of that. They're just going to have to, you know, stick with what they do. Charlene Evans says, do you think McCarthy will have a top five offense? That's a pretty good question. I think that they really can. Uh, the thing, though, the thing is, I'm trying to think about NFL teams right now. And, you know, you've got the Chiefs, you've got the Bills, which are like the obvious answers. I think that even though the Eagles are losing several players, like they, they have a pretty solid foundation. And I would be surprised if they really have that big drop off. I don't think they will. So I think they will be somewhere in there, especially with that running game. I really think that they have a shot at being top five, a top five offense, just based on the fact that they already had that. And now you're adding Brandon Cooks and you're adding other players, uh, not, not other players, but like another philosophy to things. I don't think it's like a surefire thing that's going to happen. I think that would be a reach, but they definitely 100% have the potential to be 
one of the best offenses in the NFL. But I think as long as you are, as long as you are in the top 10, and the defense is also in the top 10, which is like the expectation, you should be okay if you are the Cowboys. You should be okay. Top 10, I would feel pretty confident in saying they will be a top 10 offense. Top five, maybe I would question it a little bit because there's so much we don't know about so many offenses right now. The 49ers don't have a quarterback. In my opinion, they don't really have one, like a super established one, even though Brock Purdy earned our respect as a rookie. There's still a lot of question marks about him as a QB. But they're so freaking talented as a team, right? And then... Same thing with the Chargers, for example. You've got Justin Herbert and Kellen Moore is coming in. What version of Kellen Moore are we going to see? Is he going to be unleashed? Is he going to show us something that he didn't show us in Dallas for one reason or another? We'll find out. The Bengals got Joe Burrow uh, and a fantastic group of wide receivers. There's so just so many question marks that, I, that that it's tough for me to say with confidence. They will be top five. I wouldn't. Top 10, yes, though. <clears throat> Top 10, yes. Anyways, another question. We are going into the fourth question of the night. Will the Cowboys run more play action? And that goes hand in hand with the running game, right? You're going to have a very solid go-to scheme as your running offense. That means you will... Supposedly, like theoretically, it would be easier to marry their pass game and the running game. Because I, if I'm doing more outside zone than anything else by a wide margin, then I'm going to be able to come up with more and more play action looks off of that scheme. Instead of doing a little bit of everything and having to design and install play action passes for each of those things, right? And if you think about it, you're simplifying things, but you're getting better at doing them. Uh, so one of the questions would be, are they going to be more willing to run play action? And I got to tell you, I would sell on this one. Let me know what you guys think. Do you believe the Cowboys will run more or less play action? Let me know in the chat while you do that. And before I give you my full answer, though, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because as always, it is time for us to discuss the ride of the week by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. A family-owned business has been so for over 65 years and you can see their wide range of new and used vehicles over at their car dealership in Irving, Texas or at their website at FreemanMazda.net. You can go there, you can see pictures of the vehicles, you can see the features of every car. And as we do around this time here on the show, we need to get into the ride of the week. In this case, it is the new 2024 Mazda CX-90 plug-in hybrid electric vehicle premium plus, which you can get for $58,920. It's got all wheel drive. It's got a Wi-Fi hotspot third row sitting, a sunroof, and rear air conditioning. You can check that out. You can check that out and much more over at FreemanMazda.net.
Net. Anyways. <coughs> oh, man, I hit my cuff today. I'm sorry. John says, I say yes, they're gonna, there's going to be more play action with the addition of Brandon Cooks. Ines is probably run. Uh, Lance says, Cooks will scare the defenses, so yes. Toxic Tom says, yes to play action. Slams fist down in table. <laughs> Gregory says, play action is the key. Gregory says, they better. Guru says, we will have more play action. Quarterback on or center. Running back screens and misdirection plays under Mac and Schottenheimer. Uh, I'm a little bit skeptical. I'm skeptical about this one. Here's why. McCarthy's track record with play action, not very telling, in my opinion. Uh, let me read to you year by year, starting in 2012, where Aaron Rodgers ranked, according to Pro Football Focus, in play action rate, okay? So I'm going to go starting in 2012 per year where Aaron Rodgers ranked in play action rate. Here we go. 2012, he was 20th in the NFL. 2013, he was 18th. 2014, he was 12th. That's going to be his highest. 2015, McCarthy did not call the place. So we jumped to 2016 when Aaron Rodgers was 30th. 2017, he was 32nd. In 2018, he was 30th. And I know Gregory makes a very good point. This is not Green Bay. This is Dallas. This is not Aaron Rodgers. This is Dak Prescott. It's not the same offense. But you got to assume that McCarthy still holds certain beliefs, right? I don't think that every one of these categories will look different based on what he did compared to what he will do in Dallas. I would love to see more play action. I would love to see that, uh, McCarthy change things up everywhere because that would mean evolution and a new version of Mike McCarthy. And there will be changes. There will be changes. But I still think it's pretty educational to look back at what he has done to try to come up with a general overview of what his philosophy will be, you know? <clears throat> Prescott was 19th, by the way, in play action last year. Play action rate, that is. And one of the things, one of the things, though, speaking of McCarthy evolving, this is sort of an overlooked one, in my opinion, but I'm really looking forward to seeing how McCarthy goes about things regarding pre-snap motion and motion at the snap motion overall really looking forward to seeing how McCarthy does this especially because in Green Bay you didn't get a lot of motion with Dak Prescott you know that the Cowboys and the NFL people like what he brings to the table in terms of processing pre-snap and going through his reads he has always been praised for that aspect of his game so if you look at it from that point of view, McCarthy and Prescott might be aligned into what they both want. And McCarthy has worked with Aaron Rodgers. And yes, again, every QB is different, but McCarthy does put some weight into what his QB wants. He said it himself. He doesn't want to be known as a guru coach that gives his offense the easy right answers all the time. He wants to empower his players a little bit. 
and he has talked about how he allows them to call plays his way in the huddle, etc. But Prescott and McCarthy seemingly aligned in their beliefs with pre-snap motion and all of that. The reasoning behind this is if you are an offense, you have to decide, do you want things static or do you want motion? Pros for motion are that you're able to ID the defense a little bit better, or at least you try to get them to tip their hand. You shift your formation at the last moment, so they got to adjust. And you keep, you keep things blurry for the defense. But the pro for a static look is you line up, the defense lines up, and you get the pre-snap picture. It's not going to change because you're not going to call for motion. It might change when the snap happens, right? Because the safeties might rotate, all of that. But the pre-snap picture is going to stay the same if you are a quarterback and your offense is static. This was part of the friction that Aaron Rodgers had with Matt LaFleur in Green Bay in recent years. LaFleur came in and he wanted to run motion. And Aaron Rodgers was like, damn, let me do my thing because that's what I do well. So I really... I, I am really looking forward to seeing how the Cowboys go about this because if you look at the numbers, <clears throat> and this is per Sam Hoppins' numbers from 2016 on, so maybe a little bit limited, 2016 to 2018 for McCarthy because that's when he called plays. But Kellen Moore ran motion 7% more than the league median in 2020, uh, excuse me, from 2019. From 2019 to 2022, 7% above the league median. A lot, in other words. McCarthy used it 10% less than your median offense in the NFL. So it's going to have to be a balance, in my opinion. Uh, we've learned a lot about motion to not use it at this point. Like, we know that it works. Why wouldn't you run motion? But I'm looking forward to seeing McCarthy maybe shake off that belief and maybe Prescott also trying to take on the challenge of making the pre-snap picture just a little bit blurrier in order to give the offense an edge. Really looking forward to seeing that. That's one of the things that I believe we're going to have to monitor very closely. And it's one of the areas where... McCarthy can really show us, I've evolved. I'm not the same play caller as I was before. That's where McCarthy can show us all of that in play action, in a lot of those little things. So to recap really quickly, top five questions about the new Cowboys offense that I still have is, will they be pass happy or run happy? Will they take more deep shots? Is outside zone really going to be their go-to identity on offense? Are they going to run more play action? And will they run motion frequently? Or will they not do that? I had a lot of fun putting this show together. I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoy looking at the numbers, uh, bringing up these relevant X's and O's-ish questions without maybe getting too much into the X's and O's themselves. But anyways, let's see some of your comments here really quickly. Uh, Toxic Tom says, Mo, this all really boils down to did Mike McCarthy actually adapt his identity from Green Bay? I don't think he was allowed to do with, uh, a lot with Kellen here, 
but we are really going to find out. We're going to find out about that. We're going to find out about about a Cowboys involvement overall. I've never know. I've never known where to stand with this idea from people that the Cowboys front office gets too involved and them wanting the offense to be run one way. I've never known where to stand in there. Uh, but this is the first time where we're going to see a significant shift. Like, we went from Jason Gary to Scott Linehan and from Scott Linehan to Kellen Moore, who were, you know, like branches of the same tree, more or less. McCarthy's one of the biggest changes that we've seen from an offensive architect perspective in a long time. Things have to look different, in my opinion. Like, the offense cannot really be the same. And we've talked about this. Sure, they can tell us that they're changing things up uh, by 30%, but that's just from a language, playbook, install perspective. The way that they do it, the way that they call it, that's going to tell us a lot. And... Yeah, I really wonder about it. I really wonder about it. Anyways, what else here? Uh, I do wonder if we will see pre-snap motions like Kellen started out as offensive coordinators as guru. <clears throat> Gregory says if play action is motion, then it should be motion. Not then. It will be static more. Says El Pipiripao, what's up? Thank you for joining the show. Guru says, my question about the new offense is, Will Dak adjust well or struggle in early goings? I'm going to bet that he will adjust well because he is specifically a very cerebral quarterback. So I can see him really getting it down quickly. That's just my take there. I, I've just always praised Prescott for his processing and his uh, pre-snap reads, etc. I think that that part is his strength. So I'm going to say he, he will adjust well. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I think that we had a fun start to the week. And again, for those of you who are fathers, who are celebrating, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you. I hope that you guys enjoyed. Hope that your gifts were awesome. And I do thank you for taking a little bit of your time and spending it here with me on Primetime. I will be back with you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central as I am every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central. So I'm excited about it all. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. And remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Thank you to Bruce. Thank you to Ines, Katharina, Modelo Time, John, Toxic, stop hating on my Yankees, please. Guru, thank you, sir. See you all tomorrow night. Nos vemos. Muchísimas gracias. Bye bye.